0: hopefully the mic's coming in good. Friday night, 10 45 PM. Hopefully we get some people in the room, talk some mixed martial arts, talk some life, uh, sipping some tea right now. Usually it would be coffee, but I'm trying to huh, hear my accent coffee. Um, I'm trying to lay off the coffee. It's been jacking my stomach up. So, um, drinking some tea right now. It's, uh, a chai tea, basically a black tea, and uh, a little bit of honey in there, <clears throat> some milk. Oh, we got a Torn in the room. We got Jurik. Oh my God, that room's filling up. What's up, guys? b crumbs in the room. What's going on? Who else? Oh, we got Harvey Dent in the room. <clears throat> What's happening, Slam fam? How's my mic coming in? Any feedback coming in clean? What are you guys up to tonight? What are you guys up to? I'm just kind of chilling out. Got a little bit of time to kill before I I hit the sack. Um got a busy day tomorrow. I actually have to work overtime a little bit. There's nothing wrong with a little extra money. Uh nephew and niece are coming coming through. They're going to spend a night. We're going to do some Christmas stuff. Uh we were supposed to go do something really cool, but it's going to rain tomorrow. So we can't do that. We're going to go to like this Harry Potter uh, store in New York, um, would have been, would have been pretty awesome, but that got canceled. So we may actually see, um, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man film. If you guys, if you guys saw the Spider-Man film, please don't ruin it for me. <laughs> no spoilers guys, please. <clears throat> I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I can't wait to see it. I'm excited. I'm super stoked about, uh, William Defoe coming back as Green Goblin. Um, I think his name is Alfred Molina coming back as uh Doc, Doc Ock. So I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped. And then Matrix 4. Let's go. All right, all right. Let's um <clears throat> let's get to the comments. So again, we got Jurig Torrin, B. Crum, Harvey, we got Alex in the room. What's going on, Alex? Alex says, Francis looks weird. <coughs> um yeah he uh he's definitely leaning out a little bit he's leaning leaning out I don't know if it's a good thing I don't know if you guys saw that latest video I put up but I I have a feeling that it's going to be the same effect that um of what happened with Nunes I I feel like uh Francis if he gets too lean for the fight He's gonna lose some strength. He's gonna lose some like oomph in his shots, some some pop in his shots. And that's kind of like the one thing that he has overgone. He's got that one punch knockout power. And if he if he you know if he loses that, it's kinda like like Francis wasn't slow to begin with. I mean, he's a pretty, pretty fast, you know, guy in general, fast striker. <clears throat> so i don't think the speed is going to be like this crazy difference but i definitely think that serogana is more athletic he's more um maybe not athletic is the right word but he's more agile he's more fluid he's got better footwork <clears throat> his striking is more refined to me so um and i think he probably has better cardio and conditioning so Francis, I don't know. I didn't really read anything about what his, tr- what his camp is trying to do in his team, but I'm guessing he's anticipating a possible drawn-out fight and trying to bump his cardio up. And that's what I feel like Nunes did, and it backfired because she couldn't get uh, Peña out of there early. So it's like it's like a weird irony. Like You're worried about your cardio, but you kill your power. So now you're throwing more punches to take the person out, which is gassing you out. And that's the irony of it. It actually causes your loss. <clears throat> so I don't know. Um, I had to pick Francis to win, like, real close, 55-45. Um, I thought Francis possibly was going to catch Gone at some point. But I don't know, guys. I might be leaning towards Cyril Gon. Might be leaning towards Cyril Gon. We might see the upset. I don't know if Francis is the favorite or not. <clears throat> Bikram says, What's up? Did you see that Nate Diaz AJ McKee scuffle? I did not. Are you kidding me? Um, Nate Diaz got into a scuffle with AJ McKee? That's crazy. I did not see that, Bikram. I got to check that out. <clears throat> I'm actually pulling it up right now, see if I um, watch it on the live and talk about it. <laughs> Juric, hey, hey, Slam, what's up, Jurek? Um." Harvey says Nate versus Dustin is being worked on for 270 January or 271 February. Yeah, I saw that, Harvey. I think I mean they were talking some trash online. Nate was saying that Dustin sucks. <laughs> what else is new, right? Um and um it looks like the 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 next upcoming card, 270, it looks like it's not gonna go down. Like Dustin was down for that. Dustin was down for that. Nate was saying something like the UFC didn't want to pay Dustin the proper money because he sucked or something like that. And Dustin was calling him Nathaniel. Um <laughs> so yeah, maybe 271 would be good. I'll tell you what, guys, I heavily favor Dustin Poirier in that. I'm not saying Nate doesn't have a chance, but I just think I just think Dustin is he's just a better fighter, like period, you know. Maybe not his pure BJJ, but his all-around game is, is better than Nate's, you know, and his striking is is it's better. It's more refined. He got more tools on the feet. Uh, Okay, wait. Bikram commented on Spider-Man. Please, guys, please don't spoil it for me if you saw it, but Bikram says, bro, that Spider-Man was fire. You're going to enjoy it, brother. Oh, my God. Bikram, I'm so excited. I'm so excited, man. Um I think Tom Holland is probably the best Spider-Man but I do have a soft spot for Tobey Maguire. I liked Andrew Garfield. I thought the movies he he was in were like, "Eh," but it wasn't really his fault. <clears throat> I didn't mind Andrew Garfield. I felt like Andrew Garfield like Spider-Man's movements in his movies were like more on point. His poses, the way he moved. <clears throat> so, um I don't I don't know if these guys are in a new movie but with the multiverse thing their strong like inclination that they are like I know you see some of the villains from the from the other movies like lizards in there you got Dr. Octopus um I, I'm most excited villain wise villain wise for uh Green Goblin I love Willem Dafoe he's a freaking acting legend so uh oh we're gonna get back on MMA but I I had a thought today because I'm a big movie nerd <clears throat> And sometimes these things come to me and I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, who could play Dr. Doom? Like Dr. Doom is my favorite villain in Marvel. My favorite character in Marvel is the Punisher. I got multiple Punisher tattoos. I got a bunch of memorabilia, figures, all kinds of stuff. Um, But my favorite villain is Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is just badass. And his backstory is sick. Like his mom's in hell and Marvel's version of the devil, Mephisto, has her. And like, like, the anniversary, I think, of her death. He goes down to hell to, to try to, like, battle for her soul. He just got such a cool backstory. He's, like, Iron Man-level intellect as far as, like, technology. Actually, Doctor Doom is one of the smartest in Marvel, period. It's him, Reed Richards. Um, Banner's up there, Incredible Hulk. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, and, like, he's got, like, Doctor Strange abilities. He's just super badass. But anyway... It came to me today. I was saying to myself, damn, who could play Dr. Doom in an MCU? Daniel Day-Lewis. And for for those of you guys who don't don't know who Daniel Day-Lewis is, he's an old school legendary actor. He's still young enough to play Dr. Doom. He's super intense. He's retired right now. He played Bill the Butcher in Gangs of New York. He played um, this guy called Daniel Plainview in um, There Will Be Blood bastard in the basket like that that character oh my god he'll he'll be a sick dr doom if not daniel day lewis you guys let me know who will play a sick victor von doom moving on let's talk some mma sorry guys i just straight up dorked out uh let me see jerk says i hope tony moves up to walterweight hope he fights kelvin gastelum heard kj moving down um Kelvin Gastelum moving down, huh? Yeah, I think that's a good move for Kelvin Gastelum. He's a little bit—I wouldn't say he's soft for middleweight, but he's a little bit undersized. He's a little bit undersized, like height and reach wise. Um, he got knockout power. He's definitely dangerous. He could definitely hang with the best at middleweight, but he'll be a good size Walter. Like, it's a great move for him, and he's probably not gonna lose a lot of power. Uh, blue. I think Blue said this. No, I can't tell. I can't tell with the text. Hold on a sec. Astro. What's going on, Astro? You like Gambit. Yeah, man, I like Gambit. Gambit's badass. Eh, hey, mon ami. Of course, I know Gambit, bro. Um, I-, I gravitate towards the darker characters. Like, I love Ghost Rider. Um, Punisher is my all-time favorite. Wolverine. Um, who else I like? Who else I like? Shit, Blade. Um, I like Blade a lot. I'm a DC fan too, Um, big time Superman fan, I got a freaking Superman t- tattoo uh, symbol on my right forearm, big big Superman fan, uh, I grew up watching Christopher Reeve back in the 80s, that was like my hero growing up, one of my heroes, I do like Henry Cavill with Superman though, he's pretty good, <clears throat> but going back to Tony versus K- KG, that'd be a sick fight, that would be a sick fight. I'm just a little bit uh, concerned with Tony's, not his chin, because he's still got a great chin. We saw that in the Oliveira in the, the Gaethje fight, but that Gaethje fight took so much out of him. Um, I don't know, like prime Tony versus Kelvin Gastelum would be sick, but present day, the way Tony's been looking, I'm going to have to go with um Kelvin Gastelum. And I love Tony to death. If I had to pick one of the other who's my, who's a better, not better fighter, but like a more favorite fighter of mine is Tony. Tony. Tony's one of my favorites. (laughs) Let me see. Torrin says, shake my head, the UFC just love scoring over Tony. Remember him calling for the Diaz fight. Uh, Now it's looking like they're going to give Dustin P Diaz. Sad UFC doesn't like Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Torrin, he deserves like a big money fight, bro. He he definitely does. That's a winnable good fight for him against Nate. That's a fan favorite fight, people. I would tune into that. That's a great fight. Alex says, I mean, when Francis fought JDS, he was lean like 250. He looked in very good shape, but now it's kind of odd. Like, his chest is small and kind of looks like he has a belly. <laughs> I got to get a better look at him. I posted some stuff in that video, uh, some media from his uh, Instagram and whatnot. Yeah, he's he's shrinking. He's shrinking a little bit. <clears throat> I think it worked against JDS because JDS is, like, slowing down. And um, JDS is not – well, Prime JDS was an MFer, man. Prime JDS was a beast. Um, I will put Prime JDS against anybody. Striking wise in a heavyweight division, but his boxing was sick. He had a nasty, if I remember, like a rear uppercut. Shit was amazing. Um, but by the time Francis fought JDS, he seemed kind of washed a little bit. So I think, I think, I don't really think it mattered that Francis, you know, got a little bit leaner, but Serogano is not a small guy. Like, I know, like, he's lighter than Ingano. Uh, by at least like 20 pounds, maybe more, but he, he's, he's freaking big. He looks bigger in a weird way. His frame, like the way he's built, he's a big guy. And my concern for Francis, you know, I don't have any stakes in the game. I'm not rooting for one or the other necessarily. I like both of them. Um, but my concern for Francis is that he's going to take away what, like his attributes that he has overgone. You know, Gone, Gone, he probably has the speed, the striking ability, the technique, the footwork, the agility. And Francis got that raw power, that raw heart, horsepower. So I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully he knows what he's doing. <clears throat> Harvey says, Torin, don't worry, maybe they'll give Tony a money fight versus Connor. That'd be a good one for, for Tony financially. You guys seen um, the press conference with Jake Paul and Tyron Woolley And they had like a little um, sit down in front of Ariel Hawani. And uh, Jake Paul gave him a Rolex. And it's funny because I think behind the scenes, like these guys had a talk. And it seems like they have like this weird newfound respect for each other. That's what it seems like. But I think they're going to still go out there and try to kill each other for sure. I actually think Tyron Woolley's going to win. I thought he was gonna be, beat Jake Paul last time, I and mean, even though he lost via decision, I, I still think he's gonna beat him in this second fight. But we'll see what happens. If Willie gets knocked out, that that shit would be embarrassing. That would be freaking embarrassing for him. <clears throat> Seriously. Uh, <coughs> Torrance says um, Tony Ferguson announced he had a fight booked. Really. Jerk says, uh, hope Tony moves up to Walter, uh, I already, I already covered that. Maybe, yeah, maybe the Walter weight move will, uh, will, uh, give Tony some longevity in his career. You know, it, it, it can't be, it can't hurt being bigger and more durable. <clears throat> Alex says, Toby's the best. I love Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I, I really do. He, you know, it it's like whenever somebody new comes along, like new is always better. That's like the mentality. And that's not always the case, you know? Like as far as old school uh Batman, Michael Keaton. For me, Michael Keaton, the first Batman on screen, is the best. And Christopher Reeve, best Superman. Um Hugh Jackman's always gonna be Wolverine to me, period. Uh Wesley Snipes is always gonna be Blade. There's no replacing Wesley Snipes Wesley Snipes' is Blade. Uh Chris Hemsworth, Thor. I mean, how are you gonna replace Chris Hemsworth? One day they will. Uh Robert Downey Jr. is um Iron Man. You can't replace Robert Downey as Tony Stark. He owned that role. I mean, that was like perfection. <clears throat> Bikram says best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Wow. I might go see it again this weekend. Nice. I'm excited, man. I'm freaking stoked. Bikram says Daredevil's my favorite. Daredevil's badass. I love Daredevil. He's so freaking capable. It's ridiculous. <coughs> One of the best fighters on Marvel. We got a tail in the room. I'm I'm kind of skimming through the comments, guys, cuz there's like a little bit of a delay. So, I'm just kind of randomly picking comments. Uh, Astro says, who's your favorite heavyweight fighter right now? My favorite heavyweight fighter um, to watch, maybe, like, technique-wise, Cyril Gan. is my favorite as far as, like, technique and skill. Um, entertainment factor, Derek Lewis is up there. Love watching Derek Lewis fight, guys. Like... Every time Derek Lewis fights, it's entertaining as hell. Like somebody's getting knocked out, you know? He definitely brings it. I love the Black Beast. He's very funny. <coughs> Till says K- KG would probably wrestle Tony to a decision win. <coughs> possible, possible. Jerk says, uh, don't see Dustin finishing Nate but he could win by Dr. Stoppage. That's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. I mean, oh, somebody just dropped. Hold on a second. Rainey's in the room. He, He just dropped one of my favorites too, The Crow. Oh my God. The Crow with Brandon Lee, that first movie. Amazing. That movie was like lightning in a bottle. I was a big Brandon Lee fan because I'm a tremendous Bruce Lee fan. And Brandon Lee was... On his way to be a super superstar, like there was something about him, there was something about him. He had the look, he had the acting down, he had that lineage from his father, the legendary Bruce Lee, you know he was well on his way, and he was taken you know from the silver screen and and you know taken from the world too soon in a in a in a real crappy way. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know, but he was shot with a, with a fragment from a, a prop gun. So they were shooting blanks at him. And, and actually, when they were filming the crow and they had to re-edit the movie to make it, to have it make sense without him. Cause there was scenes that he didn't film and a fragment of like a blank shot out of the gun and, and, and hit him in his torso. He bled out. Um, it's crazy. There's like conspiracy theories and rumors that like, cause they were saying that, um, the Chinese mafia killed Bruce Lee. They poisoned him. And it was some something, something where um, you know, even though they took out Bruce Lee, they it's like they took it out on his son, like there still was a debt to be paid. And um that's the rumor, like the, the conspiracy theory thing out there that the Chinese mafia uh set that up, you know, either put a real bullet in there or something. Very unfortunate, but if you guys never seen The Crow, amazing movie based off of a comic character. <clears throat> I never got into Sandman. I don't know if you guys got into Sandman. I heard that was really awesome. Uh, Bikram says, you think Cody should retire? Uh, in my opinion, I think he should. He, he's only 30 and his chin is gone. I think one more. If he gets knocked out badly in his next one definitely be crumb hang it up um i was i was back and forth with somebody on twitter about that they were saying that cody that he's got a chin that is not necessarily his chin it's his technique and and i disagreed i'm like it's both you know because he leaves himself out there but so does mike perry mike perry's not getting knocked out left and right he's getting clobbered and it's it's cody's chin it's cody's chin his chin is cracked (laughs) And unfortunately in those lighter weights, I mean, you know, you're going to get tagged. Those guys are super fast, you know, and if your chin can't take the shots, I, I knew, I knew that that cut was going to kill him. It just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, bro, why are you going down? He looks so weak. The dude looks super skinny, super weak. I did not like how, how he was looking like in the cage and leading up to the cage. (laughs) It's not a good weight class for him. You know, 135 is okay. I, I would, I would say for Cody, shit, man, try, try 145. Try featherweight. Screw it. What do you have to lose? Like rehydrate, you know, get, get your body filled out. It'll maybe allow you to take better shots. You know, don't go down. Like a, a lot of times, like I know I'm ranting. Sorry guys, but a lot of times when, when dudes start dropping fights, they think the solution is to go down because they think it's going to be easier for them. You know, they think, oh, I'm going to have the size advantage. It's going to be easier for me. I'm coming from a higher weight class, but it doesn't always work that way. Just because you drop down from, you know, 135 to 125, it don't necessarily mean that you're going to be bigger. It depends on the cut. It depends on how you got to 125 because sometimes guys lose muscle mass. So guess what? You're not the... the the beefier, stronger 135er anymore. Now you're a legit 125er and maybe these guys are more used to that weight class and they're actually going to be stronger than you. So it's not always the greatest move to to go down. I kind of wish people would just fight without weight cutting, like how BJ Penn used to step in that cage and um, several others, man. Weight cutting sucks. It's bad for the fighter, for their health. Um, If you can't cut, the way somebody else can, you're at a disadvantage. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I could, I could do without the weight cutting. Uh, let me see. Jerk says, you think Kobe gonna beat the majority of weights today? Uh, he's definitely one of the best in a division. I think there's some guys that could give him problems that could possibly beat him. Like Gilbert Burns could could stop Kobe definitely in the, in the striking department. It's possible. Um, I I think Kobe wins that fight though. I think he beats Gilbert Burns to be honest with you guys. That's just my opinion. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no, there's guys that give Kobe problems, but I think Kobe, if it's not Usman, Kobe's right there. <clears throat> and Hamzat Chimayev is, I know he's not ranked like that, but I think he's one of the best in the division. I think that dude is a potential future champ. I think he would give Kamara like major problems from the way it looks. If he continues to be the real deal like that, wow! <clears throat> Let me scroll down a little bit, guys. Uh, we got Zach Ali. What's going on, Zach? Uh, do you invest in stocks or crypto? Um, yes, Zach. I'm not in stocks. I used to kind of fiddle with them, like back in the day. Um, I want to kick myself for certain things that I didn't put money on. <clears throat> like I don't know if Netflix is trading, but. I remember when Netflix first came out, I was all skeptical, like, oh, Netflix, like, like people go out of Blockbuster, like what people rent movies, they're not going to do no Netflix. And, uh, you know, what's the streaming stuff? I guess I was acting <laughs> like I wasn't old back then by, by any stretch, but I was just being like a old, having an old mentality and like non nah, Netflix took over. That would have been something to put money on. But yes, I do have crypto. The ones that I've put on, um, ve chain i got some dogecoin i got um uh, i can't think of them top of my top of my head btt coin that's um it's like a BitTorrent. um what else what else cardano bro they're tanking they are tanking right now they're going cryptos is plummeting but you know what actually this is the best time to buy because i do think they're going to shoot back up and if you're smart, you can collect, you know, do your research on what you think it's a is a valuable Bitcoin that's gonna possibly take off, like what are its uses. Another one is XRP, but it, they're like in this like legal battle right now. So you can't even buy XRP, it's tricky. You can, there's ways around it, but um Ripple XRP is probably good if you could get those, <coughs> yeah. Let me see. Uh, Derek says, You think Anderson, Zach says, buy the dip. Yes, sir. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, uh, I'm gonna get back onto MMA right now, but that's the trick, guys. Like, I'm no crypto stock expert, but a lot of people jump ship when things dip and, and they sell. And it's like, why are you doing that? And just hold on to your stuff, you know, because it's gonna shoot back up, or you scoop up, um, stocks and crypto that, that, you know, that dip. That's the time to buy. But you got to do your research on which ones you think will shoot back up. Like I remember like there years ago, maybe some of you guys weren't even born. Who the hell knows? Some of you probably remember, but there was Toyota recalls, you know, Toyota, the car company, there was Toyota recalls. The stocks were just dropping. People were just selling their Toyota stocks like dummies, like sheeple. And um, that was the time to buy. You buy them because there's no way Toyota's going to go away there's no way. So whoever scooped up a bunch of to- Toyota stocks and shares like they definitely made money. <coughs> All right, back to MMA guys. Randy says a good book for investors is a Solomon Portfolio. Ooh. Thank you for that gem, Randy. Um Jerk says you think Anderson can beat a top 10 cruiserweight boxer. Um who the hell did he beat? He beat um Damn it! Was it was it Julio Cesar Chavez's son? Was it him? Um, I don't really know like too much about his accolades in boxing. They were saying that he was pretty legit, so it's pretty impressive what Anderson did. But if he could beat a top ten cruiserweight, I don't know. I don't know. I would be inclined to say he would have a good showing. I don't I don't think that he would beat a top cruiserweight. That's just me, though. Maybe I'm underestimating Anderson. Uh, Randy says, did you hear Jake Paul's complaining about memory loss and slurring his speech? Yeah, I saw something about that. I don't really believe that. I mean, if it if it's true, like I felt bad for him, that sucks. You know, he hasn't really had that many fights. But the thing is, is like, how is he sparring? Is he sparring hard? Because he's probably killing his brain cells. And, um, you know, that's the old way of training, like sparring crazy hard like that. Um, I've done it. I've done it. Uh, when I was younger, I would have like gym wars with people where somebody could get knocked out. I've, I've seen Tweety birds. I've had the lights go out on me a little bit. I've never been knocked out. I've been close to getting knocked out. I, like I said, Tweety birds, stars ringing in my ears, but, uh, thankfully it has never happened. Um, that's not a good way to spar. (laughs) it's you're going to kill you if you're trying to get into mma for a career of fighting you're going to you're going to kill your career you're going to cut it short you're going to cause yourself unnecessary cte and brain damage and uh present day guys you know training methods has have smartened up guys are going like 60% flow sparring you know that's what they do in muay thai like muay thai fighters they have these careers they start from kids like 100 fights more than 100 like ridiculous amount of fights right and they have these long careers because when they train and they spar they don't hit each other it's kind of like tap sparring like really really light and flowing and that's how they save their chin and their brain for the actual fights (laughs) that's the way to go that's the way to go Uh, let me scroll up a little bit and catch some of the old comments, guys. Uh, Tail says Habib should sign Tony to Eagle FC. That'll be crazy. Tail, I don't think Tony would sign out of principle because he's talked so much crap about Habib. And they got their beef, but... I could see Habib being the bigger person and signing him. Uh, Bikram says, I think Wooly's gonna come out guns blazing. Yeah, I think he's gonna go for the knockout this time. Um... Bikram says, I think Robert Pattinson is going to be the best Batman. Man, Bikram, let me tell you, man, I was hating on Robert Robin, Robert Pattinson, right, before. And he started growing on me. I saw him in Tenet, that Christopher Nolan movie. He was pretty good in that. And some, some other things I've seen him in. I'm like, all right, all right, he's not bad. He's not bad. I used to really dislike him. And I seen the trailer to the new Batman. It doesn't look bad. Doesn't look bad. I'm interested now, but I was hating big time. Like when he was announced as Batman, I heard that he didn't want to lift weights. He didn't want to get in shape. It's like, come on, bro. What are you doing? But it looks, it looks good. Jerk says we didn't get a hall of fame. 2021 who you got slammed to, uh, to modern, two modern, two pioneer, uh, one fight, one contributor. Oh man. You know, I haven't already been keeping track of this, so I may get this wrong. I know Boss Rootin is in there, deserving, deservedly. Um, is that a word, deservedly? <laughs> Boss is in there. He definitely deserves to be in there. I'll tell you who needs to be in there. Frank Shamrock. Frank Shamrock is a pioneer. He's a legend. I believe he's the first UFC light heavyweight champ, defeating Tito Ortiz. Frank got to be in there. Is Jens Pulver in there? Jens Pulver gotta be in there. What's up with that? <clears throat> who else? Modern, um, Wonder Boy is probably gonna be in there eventually. Steven Thompson definitely. Uh, who else? Masvidal is gonna be in there eventually, but it's it's too soon for those guys. Like I think, yeah, it's too soon for them. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, is Cowboy in there? Cowboys are shooing for the Hall of Fame. Dustin Poirier is going to be in there. Torrance says, "Speaking of Derek Lewis, he fights tomorrow. I know, bro. He fights uh Dawkins. That's how you pronounce his name. He's a former cop. That that guy. I mean, he looks pretty good. I've seen one of his fights. He was surprisingly um quick for 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 a heavyweight like that. He's not all cut up and and, and muscular, so it's kind of surprising like how he moved and." And it's striking. If I remember correctly, it should be good. It should be good. I'm thinking Lewis is going to win. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Let me see. Scrolling, guys. Scrolling. Blue says he'll go with Nate. What's going on, Blue? Uh, Who do you think will win? Nate or Poirier? Blue goes with Nate. I got Poirier, Blue. I got Poirier. Tail says, um, I heard that they're going to make a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton playing Bruce Wayne. And Timothy Chalamet playing Terry McInnes. McInnes. That would be pretty fire, man. Um, Michael Keaton coming back as an uh, older Bruce Wayne would be crazy. I'm so excited to see him in the Flash movie. That's my favorite Batman again. Uh, Michael Keaton such a legend. He's also, if I'm not mistaken, he's coming back as Beetlejuice. They're working on that. That's been in like production hell for a while. And um, yeah, so they're finally going to do a Beetlejuice. Hopefully, Natirio's in a room. Nate says, Dustin, easy KO. Whoa. Well, Nate's been stopped before. I know he's not. he hasn't been put out fully, but uh, Josh the Punk Thompson uh, stunned him really bad with a head kick. And I think that was a TKO. Drinking my tea, my chai tea weird, weird, um, snack that I eat guys. This is like some trivia. <clears throat> I don't know if it's weird cause some people eat it, but I love smoke oysters in a can with crackers and mustard. <laughs> That's like one of my go-tos It's like a good source of like Omega threes and, uh, sodium up the wazoo, you know, not, not healthy in that respect, but, um, I, I love it. I love uh smoke oysters. Just like that. Randy says, for me, the only Batman is Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Oh, my God. That soundtrack by Danny Elfman. I'm a movie nerd, guys. You don't even understand. I got, like, I'm the movie Rain Man. Like, I remember names of actors, dates, years, <coughs> the names of composers. Big time movie fan. Um, But Danny Elfman... Tim Burton is director. Okay, Danny Elfman is a composer. Tim Burton a director. Michael Keaton is Batman. Um, Jack Nicholson is the Joker. That's his lightning in a bottle. That's his lightning in a bottle right there. Batman '89, fucking amazing, amazing movie. Keaton just had like that aura. He had like the look. This like, this like his eyes. Like this this like presence about him. He was a awesome freaking batman descent into mystery when he's when he's with um kim basinger and the batmobile and they're like driving through the forest and then they go they um they 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 look like they're going to drive into a side of a mountain and last last second the like a pathway reveals itself this rock door like goes up with the freaking soundtrack descent into mystery playing, epic epic Jurek says, your first ever live, I asked you about Whitaker's performance. Do you think it would be the same as the last time? I don't, Jurek. I don't. I think Whitaker is going to come out a lot better. I think he's going to perform so much better against Adesanya. Whitaker is very analytical. I think he's a more well-rounded fighter than Israel. He has more tools. He got the wrestling. He got the ground game. And, um, excuse me, I think he's going to fight smarter (sighs) <sighs> yawning. Sorry guys, one second. <clears throat> I think Whitaker's, Whitaker is going to take a page out of Jan Blahovich's playbook. Um, the key to bidding to beating Arasanya is definitely is not the stand up. <laughs> I'll tell you that, it's not the stand up because shot for shot, skill for skill. I do think Izzy tears Whitaker up on the feet. I do think he's an overall better striker. It's just it's more natural to him. He's just more talented. But Whitaker is Whitaker's is an amazing striker. Don't get me wrong. His combinations, his setups, his tenacity on a feet. Um, but the for me to for Whitaker to have his best odds of beating Izzy, it's gonna be the mixture. He's gonna have to somehow get inside, mix it up, go for takedowns. Um That's it, because the striking game with Adesanya is basically suicide. But he's going to learn. He's going to learn. The the first fight, Jurek, what I saw Whitaker doing, he was loading up on his right hand. I think it was his right hand. He was throwing... He was ending every combination with that overhand right. That looping overhand right. And Izzy just telegraphed it. And I don't remember 100%. I'm pretty sure that was the combination. He was ending his shots with like an overhand Right. And he does that a lot. That's like his go to. Sometimes he throws like a low kick and the overhand. Um, he does like a little flurry. He ends it with that, with that freaking overhand right. And, um, Izzy just got out the way. He slipped it and freaking countered. Um, it was, I saw it coming though. Like he, he was so predictable with that. And I think he did it out of like nerves and not fear, but it was kind of like, he was uncomfortable. I don't think Whitaker was confident. I think Izzy got to his head and he fought like uncharacteristically. It wasn't like methodical. He was rushing it. He, <coughs> he definitely was rushing that. That's why he got caught. Uh Torrin says, You know, Josh Thompson's Mexican. I did not know that, Torrin. I did not know that. Bro, Torrin, my brother, you need to be on MMA Jeopardy. You hear me, bro? You got to be on MMA Jeopardy, bro. Like, you have all these facts, man. It's really impressive, like, how you be you drop knowledge, you know, on the lives. It's pretty cool. Torn keeps us informed all the time. Randy says, I heard they originally wanted Brand, uh, Brandon for the Joker instead of Nicholson. Wow, really? That's crazy. That would have been interesting. Torrance says, Tony Ferguson has to be in the Hall of Fame, too. Can't forget about him. Hell no. You cannot forget about Tony. Tony is a legend. He's one of the greatest lightweights to ever do it. That's a fact. And one of the greatest fighters to ever compete. He's up there. He's not a GOAT. (coughs) But he's one of the greatest fighters to compete. Very talented. His win streak says it all. Um, Tony's the man. Montrell says, Poirier wins by decision, but will will never beat Nate by t k o or k o submission, even though people were probably a uh, slightly more easier path to submitting him if they wasn't so focused on knocking him out Nate's very tough to finish he's got a rock head he's super durable he's got a he's got like a will not to get knocked out <laughs> like he doesn't believe he could be knocked out I think that helps him. Randy says Habib versus Hoist Gracie. Who would win? I got Habib, Randy. I just think both, both of them at their very best. I just think that it'll play out like Matt Hughes versus Hoist. You know? It's just, I think, it's like an evolution of fighting. Where like Habib, his BJJ, his grappling skill, I would say, not BJJ. Because in straight BJJ, Hoist probably tap him out. Maybe, maybe. But, um... Habib's grappling skill is as good as Hoist's, and then you have the other techniques that Hoist really didn't, you know, um, hop on like get get good at. I, I would say, you know, and also physical ability. Like Habib's gonna be a lot stronger. The ground and pound. <clears throat> Beacom says Connor should be in the Hall of Fame. He 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 will. He will. So should Dustin and Diaz and Tony. Hundred percent. All great picks. I'm scrolling through the comments, guys. Uh, Let me see. Oh, this is back to Brandon Lee. Um, Randy says he was 28 and going to be married the following week to his girlfriend in Mexico. Wow. That's incredibly sad. That's so tragic for his girlfriend. That is so tragic for his girlfriend, too. Jerk says Steve-O will be an underrated joker. Steve-O will be a crazy joker. Imagine. Oh, my God. Um, Taylor says, "Isn't Gagey half Mexican as well?" He is. He is. That I knew. That I knew. He is half Mexican. Uh, Torrance says Nate's gonna tag Dustin too on the feet. He'll get some shots in for sure. <clears throat> Randy says he reminds me of uh Marciano. Marciano uh believed he he couldn't be beat him and wasn't. <clears throat> Rocky Marciano, absolute legend. One of the toughest boxers to ever do it. Um same thing as Jake LaMotta if I'm not mistaken Jake LaMotta was never even knocked down in his entire career if I'm not mistaken and uh Robert De Niro my favorite actor you know for me greatest actor of all time um Robert De Niro played Jake LaMotta in Raging Bull and if you guys like boxing films if you like good acting it's in black and white that's just the style of the movie but Martin Scorsese directed it and Robert Daniel plays Jake LaMotta. And it covers his boxing career and it covers, like, his personal demons and his personal life. It's a good movie. It's, it's funny at times. It's sad. It's tragic. It's badass. Like, he was such a badass. <clears throat> I highly recommend that for, like, a, quote, fighting, boxing movie. Uh, pugilist. Pugilistic movie. Uh, Raging Bowl. Raging Bull. Good one. That's a good one. Hurricane with... The Hurricane with Denzel is pretty good. Cinderella Man with uh, Russell Crowe is an excellent movie. What else we got here? Let me see. Beacom says, what fighter in the UFC today that you think will not make Hall of Fame a popular fighter? Which one will not make it? One that Dana doesn't like. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. So, basically... Who's somebody that Tony don't, uh, Tony. Oh, just right there. Tony, Tony and Dana. No, Dana, I don't think he has an issue with Tony, but who does Dana not like? Like he legitimately, you could tell he doesn't care for. Her. I can't think, but yeah, pretty much that guy. Jerk says, I heard Evan Tanner and Lyoto Machida are going in. Wow. Evan Tanner. Oh my God. Lyoto's <clears throat> deserving. Evan Tanner, I was a big fan of. What happened to him was tragic. I'm not looking this up. Um, been following the sport forever, forever, guys, since like the late 90s. I know all those old school dudes uh, by heart. Evan Tanner trained himself for a good portion of his early career. He was an alcoholic. He would clean up uh, before fights, like cold turkey. He'd be like out of shape, going, drinking binges. And he'll have a fight line lined up and the fights would help him. They would help him focus. Once he had that date set, he would just drop the booze and get in ridiculous shape. And like I said, the, the beginning of his career, he was training himself. It was crazy watching tapes. And, um, he was a super intelligent guy. He was out there. He was a different, different dude. Um, March to the beat of his own drum, I thought Evan Tanner was a great human being in general. You could kind of tell there's um <clears throat> there's some interviews right now. It's not even like an interview I will call it. It's almost like a vlog, and it's before it's before he died. I may post it in the community section, but I think it's like the the last bit of media of Evan Tanner and it was like his philosophies on life and He was a really intelligent philosophical dude very interesting and the way he died i don't know if you guys know this but he was a former ufc champ he um he was an adventurer so he had this motorcycle and he went out to like this desert region um i think he's been there before and he went out like with water with enough water that he thought he needed he had like a map and he went on this like um this this you know this uh outing this personal adventure, he would do this, take on these physical challenges. And he had a dated map. So the, the water spring that he thought was out there was dried up. So he go he goes out there deep into like this, like arid region with no water. And he brought just enough water to make it to the spring. So he gets out there, the freaking well, or the, the, the spring is the dry So, and then now he has to kind of make it back to, to, to get help. His phone died. He got to make it back to civilization. He's pushing his bike, freaking died. He succumbed to like thirst and the elements really sad, really sad. Um, I hope to make a movie about, um, Evan Tanner. It'll be pretty, pretty epic. Where are we, uh, Drew? What's up? What's up, Drew? Uh, maybe Wooly, not making the Hall of Fame. Ah, there we go. You just pick somebody that Dana possibly don't like. <laughs> Dana be crapping on Wooly, man. Just putting him down. Um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Jerick says, "Is the Rock gonna do the Smashing Machine movie still?" So, I think he is, Jerick. That's another one of my inspirations to make me even think I could get into the sport. It didn't work out for me. Um, but Mark Kerr is one of the guys that got me so amped and excited about the sport. Um, I used to watch him in pride when his documentary came out, the smashing machine. Oh my God. what a! That's like the best MMA documentary of all time. It's so visceral. It captures the highs and lows of the sport to like a T um, he was such a specimen. Like, like Francis and a specimen, and Cyril Gano's a specimen. But Mark Kerr was a destroyer. He was a titan. This guy was so scary, like so strong, so powerful. He had all these physical tools. He was a he was a wrestler, really good wrestler. He actually beat Kurt Angle in a match. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I'm correct about that. Mark Kerr defeated Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle is an Olympic gold medalist. Um, all the tools in the world, he got hooked on painkillers because of his injuries. Um, by the way, Mark Kerr was juiced up to the gills as well. But, you know, just because you take steroids doesn't mean that your body's going to get like that. You have to have, like, certain, certain work ethic and certain genetics for, it to, for your body to respond like that. And he was a genetic freak. Um, Mark Kerr was a monster, man. He was a monster. It was it was like so sad what happened. to him. He had like a crazy ex girlfriend or fiance at the time. She was complicating his life. Like so they'll do that to you, guys. Some some females that are bad, they'll screw you up. You gotta just cut them. But the Rock, the Rock will be interesting. He'll be he'll be pretty good as Mark Kerr. He got the size for it. <clears throat> Jerk says John Fitch and Damian Maya. Not making Hall of Fame, but des- deserves to get in. John Fitch is a legend. I think of the sport. Um, he was he was pretty good. He was pretty good. And Damian Maya for sure. Dam- Damian Maya is the man. I love Damian Maya. Damian Maya. Damian Meyer is a real martial artist. You know, <clears throat> honor, respect, love. Damian Maya, such a nice guy. Tail says, what MMA fighter would you make a movie about? <clears throat> wow, that's a great question. I got to think about that one without killing the momentum of live and, and creating a lot of dead silence. <laughs> Let me think. An MMA fighter I would do a movie about. Well, one of them I just talked about, Evan Tanner. Evan Tanner would be a great film um, because there's like, it's a tragic ending. But he was such an eccentric guy and so intelligent and philosophical. He was a weird dude, man. That would be great drama and entertainment for a movie. Um, Especially like teaching yourself MMA and and making it, you know, becoming a world champion. That's just incredible. Um, Who who would be a great, great film? Um, Bisbing has a documentary coming out. I don't know if they're going to make a movie about him, but Bisbing would be pretty good. I definitely want to see Michael Bisbing's documentary. Torrance says, boy, does time fly does it ever bro does it ever you know I was a 15 year old kid not so long ago in my mind I was 18 years old not too long ago you know sometimes I wake up I'm like damn I can't believe I'm as old as I am you know I got the grays coming in I'm looking all distinguished they say you're supposed to look wise when the grays come in and a lot of people don't a lot of people don't believe how old I am but you know that's a cool compliment I guess but my advice to like, um, you know, some of you guys are like my age, some of you guys are younger, some, some possibly older. <clears throat> my advice to the younger guys in the stream and the guys that follow the channel, trust me when I say this, don't have regrets in life. I'm telling you, like, it sounds so cliche. I've heard people say this to me and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to chase, do it. It's better to know and fail than not know at all. You hear what I'm saying? It's better to, to try something and fail than not try it at all. Trust me on that. If you want to ask a chick out, Is some, 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 some gal you got your eyes on and you're nervous about it, screw it, screw it. What do you have to lose? Ask her out if If there's a career you're chasing, do it if you want to do m m a go for it if you want to be a boxer, go for it, if you want to be a painter, whatever you want to do, don't have fear, just fucking go for it. I'm telling you, trust me because if you don't go for these things, they're gonna haunt you they're gonna haunt you for the rest of your life. take it from me I'm an older dude, I'm getting there. And there's things, I'm a pretty bold guy, like I do crazy stuff, don't get me wrong. But there's things that I've hesitated on and I, I, was, I, I overthought them and I didn't go for them 100% and they haunt me. So take the advice from a person that is, you know, older than you. For some of you guys, it doesn't mean I'm smarter or wiser, but I definitely have different experiences. And I, I say this out of love. But, um, oh, Rainy says, uh, I make a movie about Fedor and <laughs> that would be amazing. A movie about Fedor would be amazing. But anyway, guys, I'm sorry to get sappy. I'm sorry to get cringy. Maybe I'm kind of cringy sometimes and sentimental, but I legitimately care about people in general, especially, especially people who care about me and that are supportive. So I speak from the heart. I n- I'll never stay you guys wrong. I'm never going to give somebody crappy advice on here ever um legitimately happy when you guys tell me you do you're doing something awesome you know legitimately happy but guys i'm going to i'm going to hang it up for now it's almost an hour well i got 55 minutes um getting tired i got to wake up early tomorrow so you guys are the best I, I i sound like a broken record but thank you so much guys for the support and uh appreciate it as always you guys have a nice night have a nice day and i will catch you guys on the next one all right You guys take care.